0: Hello and welcome to the coolest kids. I am one of your hosts, Terrence Williams, joined by your other host, Mr. Brock Wilbur. Mr. Brock Wilbur. Terrence is doing you so good ter- this morning. <laughs> I ate a big omelet, and I'm ready to go. Uh, you went to a concert yesterday. I did.
1: I did. I did. Tell I- me.
0: Tell me about this. This sad experience.
1: It's a it's a big local radio station yearly thing. And like it happens where uh in a venue that used to be called Sandstone, uh, but it was changed to something Christ Medical Pavilion Amphitheater, uh, which is weird because like, yeah the medical center is like a mile down the road. So like our GPS took us to the medical center at first. And I was like, this does not look like a fun place for a show. Uh, and I was like, Oh, the, the thing from my childhood has been renamed. Uh And of course, uh like the first band up was like, this place will always be sandstone to us. And that got cheers from as many people as were there. But that band was the get up kids at three in the afternoon on a Friday in a, in a mostly empty amphitheater. Uh, which I was like, hey, why are they putting this band on at three when, like, the other bands on this lineup I've never heard of? Uh, and then I realized, oh, it's to get everyone out at three. And everyone that was out at three was everyone I went to high school with. Like, everyone <laughs> in this area that I know was just there. I was like, Brock? It was like, oh, yeah, haven't seen you in ten years. But, of course, this would be the siren song that would bring us back together. Uh <laughs> Uh, and then they did like eight songs. And then I was just stuck in the sun. My wife was like, we got tickets and she was like, I'll come at like seven or so when I started to know when some people are. But like, I don't need to be in the sun or there for anything after the get up kids. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to be alone at this concert. But then I found all of my friends. And then we talked about it. And it turns out uh, that the night before the get up kids played a free show in Lawrence, uh, oh. which, which was a music uh, video shoot for them. So, like, it was two and a half hours of them playing for free. for, And I was like, you know what? I was a good enough fan to buy tickets for this months ago to be excited to go and to go at three in the afternoon. But not a big enough fan to know that the night before I could have seen them do a headlining set for free <laughs> closer to my house. Uh, right. So I was like, oh, so that's that's why no one showed up for this. They They did it last night.
0: I uh, didn't even. I didn't even make the connection because I, I was scrolling through Facebook like not too long ago, like less than an hour ago, and it says, "Thanks to everyone who came out to our video shoot this week." And I didn't even make the connection. Oh, that God was... damn it! And... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I kind of wish you'd seen this before the concert, and we're just like, I just didn't think to tell you because I thought you would have seen. It. <laughs> You you see everything that happens in the mid- Midwest scene, right, Brock? You have some sort of Facebook <laughs> notification set up there, so yeah, I got to see uh, them and a bunch of younger like uh, the the second stage was actually the most interesting part because I got to see some fucking badass Kansas City based bands. I was like, oh, it's taken me too long to figure out who the the best people in the scene are, and now there's a lot of bands. Right. Going, I'm gonna go see all of your shows. You you seem real fun and on the rise.
0: Good. Uh, yeah. So how, was, was uh, how was uh? How was how was the Banksy of uh, of the music world, uh, AWOL Nation? S-
1: sale. <laughs> I, uh, boy. He
0: sucks. Me, a- and a friend, uh, yeah. <laughs> me and a friend. Yeah. Uh, me and a friend, we used to, uh, when we worked at Starbucks together, we would uh, just, like, get real close to each other's ear and just, like, go. Like do the thing from the song, and then eventually we just started texting pictures of sailboats to each other. <laughs>
1: this is the most. This is the most Terrence workplace story. <laughs> I've, I, I feel like you were probably more fun at Starbucks than you were than you are at the coin job because there's a lot of dead time uh, where you have to stand with yes. like other people. Yes, You where you can so eventually can't use lose the your mind, rate, which still fucks with right.
0: Me yeah it's uh it's a whole thing where you can't just get off the floor to use the bathroom, which is like a thing in retail and food service and I'm just like what the world like the world comes to an end if somebody's like they're in the bathroom <laughs> it's stupid it's um stupid. yeah uh oh i so I, I
1: have one thing before we get into the thing today I got uh, a Dave Malilio... Uh, who uh, was a punk dude in the uh, pop-punk guy. Uh, yes. Yes, who, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he released an EP in 2005 that was produced by the guy from like uh, Blink-182 and Panic! at the Disco, their producer, John Feldman, uh, and uh, it released on uh, Drive Through Records, and he was supposed to be the next big thing, uh, and then his album never came the fuck out. Uh, so a record label uh, this week is releasing a very limited run of the finished album that they went back and finished like fucking now. Uh, so oh. I, got, I got a copy of that and a download code to send your way. Uh, Cause it feels like that's going to be right up our alley, but it'll be talking about an, an unknown album from 2005 emo uh, that has only been finished or rediscovered now. And like, that happens a lot in like Bob Dylan and his eight thousand basement Right, takes. it doesn't happen so much in our neck of the of the music world. So I'm kind of excited to see yeah. what it is. I'll, I'll send it your way where I have the download code and like obviously if it if it doesn't play into what we're doing, we'll just skip it. But like I have a I have a good feeling that that's going to be a really interesting episode.
0: <laughs> well, I the the reason I knew his name was because uh, on the uh, the those Christmas pop-punk albums the Asana uh, santa cause uh christmas right. albums he did a cover of uh, all i want for christmas that mariah carey song that's why i knew the name and like apparently he was in cute is what we aim for like that that's what he's most known for but i just knew that name from that one album so this is a uh it kind of makes sense because that album that christmas album came out in 2006 uh-huh. So, this album being recorded in 2005 and never going anywhere, like, explains why this guy who was in a band, like, got, like, is solo on this other album instead of being with Cute As What We Aim For or something right. like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm anyway. excited to see what that, that sounds like.
0: Yeah, that... I I also
1: really want to hear that cover of All I Want for Christmas is You. Which, it's not I sing it's, around the house.
0: <laughs> it's not a bad cover. Like it's actually uh it's actually pretty good. Um but I I know a lot of acoustic, well not a lot, but uh acoustic like pop punk from that era is we just did, we did too
1: much of it. There was a fucking lot of it there for yeah, like a, and it, it's it's kind of like a, how everyone got real fucking excited about Me First and the Gimme give and doing punk covers of things, and then we, yeah, we blew through all the songs that ever needed to be fucking covered, and even Me First and the Gimme give did because they we reached the point that they were doing like their their country music covers album, and like I think the Broadway music album is is hands down my favorite. Uh, but like, mm-hmm. country music, like we didn't, we didn't need any of that. They they didn't need to cover <laughs> Jolene. Like I, it's, it's it's the best song I think on the album. But the, the bar is so low at that point. I was like, okay, you know what? That's yeah, right. That's a bit.
0: It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. It's like uh, like pop punk uh, acoustic. Like pop punk's lyrics aren't uh the most like meaty. Like there's not a lot there. Uh, so it's kind of covered up by fun music, and when it's just acoustic, it's just acoustic. I understand. <laughs> like, like it's it's it like it's not special. Like it just sounds like MySpace. Right. Which yeah. Anyway, uh, the album the opposite of pop punk, the regular punk. Uh, the album we're covering today is Ruiner by Wilhelm Scream. Um, which I didn't, I listened to this album numerous times, but this is not the first Wilhelm Scream album I heard. I had actually heard, um, oh Lordy, what is the album after this? Let's look it up. It is called, no, I actually heard the one before this. I heard Mute Print first and then Ruiner was 2005. Um, so what did, what did you think? Did you... Yeah, were, I, was this a band that you already knew, or I, I
1: did know the band. I'd never spent any time with this album. This was great, and this is also not what I remembered the band being, but also like you know that changes over time, and and also mm-hmm. so many bands from this era, of course, were things that like somebody put on a mix CD for me, and I eventually lost like the track list, and it just like the CD was in my car or whatever. So like there are songs that I'm pretty sure like. I thought were a certain band, and they definitely were not because I'd forgotten what they were. This is this is a reminder of what the band is, and I loved this album. I the Nights. the way that they do harmonies is so interesting, yeah. and sometimes like it goes from like this normal sort of like fifth harmony thing that that you might find elsewhere, and then they just keep adding octaves and other harmonies with it, and like there's a song or two on this that get borderline like uh, Queen. Uh, and I was like, not, yeah. <laughs> not that over the top uh, in terms of production, but they, they use some of the same like s- structuring musically, which I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's the, I, I didn't see that coming here on track three or whatever. And, and then it would happen again a few songs later. I was like, they, it's, it's such a, it's okay. we're going to do a Get Up Kids episode because I've been promising this guy for like four months since I got the tickets to the, see the Get Up Kids. <laughs> I was like, once that concert's done, we'll do an episode. Finally, we've been meaning to do one for a while yeah. we will have thoughts on the get up kids but like a thing that annoyed me about their set uh, and annoys me in a lot of live music situations I see is like there's a guy clearly just rocking it on some keyboards or something uh, mm-hmm. and like he's so far down in the mix that you're like I can't fucking hear anything he's doing until like one song starts with some sort of like synth intro and then you're like fucking yeah that, that rocks uh, What's wh- why isn't that the same level he's mixed at there's a lot of uh, not keyboard stuff here, but there's things where like uh, which guitar gets uh, the most attention varies song to song and like some of the way like it's it is an album that is inconsistently mixed in that way. Like sometimes the bass is much higher than it is on other songs or like the drums will go down and something else will come up and it feels like it's it's been made. By a couple of different engineers that all just went in and we're like, well, what's the best version of this song? And I find that really interesting because it is what 15 tracks? Yeah, it's 15 tracks. Uh, And yeah, it's 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 a 38 minute album. So normally what happens in 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 a punk rock thing? is that that's just one 38-minute block of sound, and it would be... Like, if you put it up on a on a YouTube stream of the full album, you wouldn't be able to hear where one song ends and the other one begins, or there's just a second in between right. them, and it all sounds the same. This album doesn't have that, and I appreciate it. Like, it, it, it feels dynamic and interesting, and that, that intrigues me.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the thing you're saying about, like, how it all sounds like different songs is one of the reasons why I couldn't like punk, like punk in this sort of like, this is, this is very like hardcore punk. And it was one of the reasons I couldn't get into a lot of those bands because it was just like sound right for half an hour. And then you get, you get to the end of it? I was just like, and then at the end of the song, the end of the album, it's always like their slower song or something like that. Right. And you're just like, Oh, that's how you know the album's ending because And, and
1: there, I think that that's what, I mean, it's, it's an ethos within harder punk to be like yeah we don't change up the eq on anything we don't put reverb on anything we go in and we record it in one take and whatever that take is like that's pretty close to good and so the the hardcore bands that will do something more than that are always so much more interesting to me
0: <laughs> yeah um and i it, it's so weird to me that this band was not more popular or Like, I don't even know if they're still together at this point, but, uh, it's, it's weird to me that they weren't more popular because of how, how they sound like, Oh, they're still together. Um, because they don't like they, like you said, they did something different and it's not, it's not just this, uh, sound like it's not just sound. There's, there's, there's harmonies and it's fun to sing along to and it's fast and, it's cool it's a cool album like that like i don't i don't know if i would say that about a lot of things but this album is it's cool it's it like this is just, this is what i would i would blast out of my car driving by the uh driving by the mall to impress all the teens
1: <laughs> that 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 seems very relatable actually <laughs>
0: Uh, this is picture my you gonna say?
1: You, I'm trying to picture you trying to impress teens you you, you don't you, you care so little about what anyone thinks of you but I do imagine you getting off work at the coin shop and being like you know what I just crave some stranger attention I want one person to look at me and be like fuck, why isn't my life as good as that guys? and that's when you pop in a Wilhelm scream and you uh you buzz by the local re- Round Robin, uh, the Ruby Tuesdays, uh, and you let you let those teens smoking outside on their break know, know, know who the boss is. The boss is you, man. That's you.
0: <laughs> I wish I could That's condense funny. everything
1: that I just said and let you use it as your uh, dating app bio. <laughs> <laughs> you know who knows who the boss is. Teens, teens do. Wilhelm scream me in my car. That's right, ladies. <laughs> ladies and couples, I Again, guess. <laughs> uh,
0: you, you, Yes. Uh, you can meet me outside the, the local uh, Applebee's. They got half-price appetizers after 9 p.m.,
1: I don't know, we wanted to talk about a Wilhelm Scream, but at some point it just became an Applebee's ad.
0: It is. Wilhelm Scream. When you want Applebee's. I don't know.
1: I, I if if I hated them, I would call them the Applebee's of hardcore of melodic hardcore. But I really <laughs> enjoyed this album, so let's never say that.
0: Yeah, no, they're more like the uh mm, a good restaurant. <laughs> Wow. I was trying to think of this. No, I was trying to think of this. That taught me was more about you
1: <laughs> than it did about anything else. Uh, there was, a I was trying to think of Terrence this. Tried this to think <laughs> of what a good restaurant is and could not.
0: Uh, well, I was trying to remember the specific name of this restaurant downtown that I have not been to in years, and it just completely – it completely uh, – but then I remember like the bad experience I had at that restaurant. But the food was good, so I'm gonna say the 80 20 Burger Bar of hardcore punk.
1: <laughs> I, I love that you experienced so much in that brief pause. I was excited about this. I have bad memories.
0: <laughs> you had like you have to understand. I my brain runs like a computer where it's just like nope, 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 yes, <laughs> and and very in a very short amount of time.
1: My, mine so, runs like a computer, too. It Every five to ten minutes, it reminds me of a terrible thing that I did in my life, maybe from my childhood, and just uh, springs that on me. Hey, do you remember when you pushed down Ben Beggs? That was a recess <laughs> third grade. You know what? That was a new one. I actually hadn't said that one out loud in a while. That's fun. <laughs>
0: just shoved a kid uh, into the dirt. That's fun. Do you remember when you tried to make a bad joke in tenth grade and nobody laughed? Buddy, that's if me. you
1: think that's just tenth grade, oh, boy.
0: <laughs> no, it's specifically uh, tenth grade for me uh, that I remember. I,
1: I, I think uh. I, I've never said this, but I, I think that we might have been on the same page here, especially with some of your homeschooling uh, from like second grade onward. For me, uh, every everybody that I liked and liked talking to was an adult or like one of my parents' friends. So my sense of humor mm-hmm. was that of what I would say at the dinner table with f- friends of my dad. To make them laugh uh, Mm -hmm. and and to have them be like, oh, what a cute, smart kid that has read books. And uh, when you bring that same (laughs) sensibility into the third grade, when people are talking about Ren and Stimpy episode they watched and you're like, well, the economy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh most of my uh, sort of relatable uh, a lot of the the people that i talk to are like the older kids like my brother my my next closest brother is five years older than me oh, uh, i didn't even know so you had like... that
1: older uh, brother
0: <laughs> yeah i'm uh, like uh it's let me see it's five eight and then 12 years older than me my sister's 12 years older than me jesus uh so yeah it's a it is a it is a long gap between between us uh so like i knew a lot of my brother's friends and uh so yes i did i did have a and like and i hung out with a lot of girls uh like i right. had a lot of girl friends um so like talking to other guys was uh experience because i was just like i don't know it's uh, <laughs> uh this is, this conversation isn't for me Please stop. Please stop talking to me about your penis. I don't, I don't care. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, guys love talking about the sex they had and the things that their penis did. And I'm just like, I uh, can <laughs> I don't care. I don't know why this is a bail bonding experience, but please, please get away from me.
1: <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll uh, throw your, your praxis off for a bit. <laughs>
0: Uh, so did you uh did you ever get into to hardcore punk or any punk like this when you were younger or
1: yeah i i think that there was a i I imagine that this might be a relatable arc but uh there's a certain point uh where especially like around the time i started being in a band with the guys i've mentioned before that all had crass patches on their backpack and stuff uh Mm -hmm. you, you start to enter into i think as soon as you find like your first uh Enclave of like punk friends You immediately have an initial reaction To go like What's the hardest I can go here Because it's, it's a one-upmanship <laughs> thing and, and you're like I want to show that I'm the most punk And that's how we get into things We've just discussed before about like I don't know I'll never eat at Taco Bell To protest their payment of the tomato pickers <laughs> Even though no one knows why I'm doing it And I'm not even sure it's real Um <laughs> And I think the same thing happens, especially to teenage kids in like music. You, it's in in college, it becomes like liking books by like Thomas Pynchon and stuff that you're just like, I don't actually like this, but I want people to think I'm smart. <laughs> uh, and in middle school and high school, it's picking the hardest fucking album that you can find. That's just like, I, I mean, I think mine maxed out in college, finding like weird Mike Patton side projects, including one that was just him in a hotel room, probably on drugs, with a four-track recorder where he just makes noises with his mouth into that recorder for like a day or two, Uh, and the songs are all, have titles like The Sound of G.I. Joe Melting. Uh, And I was like, yeah, this is my favorite album, and people were looking at me the way they should have looked at me, which is to say it's not music and you don't actually think that. I was like, oh yeah, I listen to this (laughs) album every day. Some songs I just put on repeat. That's how much it fucks. Uh, and you're just like no, none of that. None of that adds up, and everyone can tell you're pretending right now. <laughs> I like that every episode of this show now is just shitting on Mike Patton in some way, whom I love. <sighs> He's great in the darkness. E- Epic if is a fine so. song. <laughs>
0: If you say so, I know you don't believe so. I, like I was watching, I was watching a video of the darkness of like I was watching a uh, uh, Funhouse uh, YouTube channel I watch. Uh, they were they have a show called Demo Disc where they go through a bunch of old demo discs and they found a, a demo disc that had the darkness on it and like uh, they were all, they kept showing clips of like Mike Patton uh, doing voice uh, recording sessions. And it was just, it was just lame. Like, I was just like, this is, this is so, like, it was so, like, this is what white guys think is cool. And I was just like, Ugh. like, I could feel my spine, like, all the pieces of my spine separating. It's like, I'm like, I, I really
1: appreciate when you point out what white guys think cool will be. And then the, like, one out of every five times that the dice rolls And it just aligns with what you think is cool.
0: (laughs) It's it is. That's pretty much it. Well, it's just like, I don't know. Like, like I said, I've grown up with a I grew up with a lot of uh, white friends. Like I was the only black guy. And so you get there's a lot of there's a lot of being like, I like this thing. And if you don't like this thing, then you're not cool. And it's just like, but I don't I don't like this thing. Like, it's the same thing with uh, one of the things is like uh, hard, um, like radio, hard rock, like stuff, like, like bands like seven dust and corn and uh, like stuff like that, where I'm just like, I I don't like this. Like, I like this. I like this. Some of this music that we listen to. I like that. But this other, uh, like macho aggro dude music. I, I'm not, I'm not into that. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I just don't know, Brock. <laughs> so, Wilhelm Scream. So, a Wilhelm Scream. This album's really good. It uh, is. I, it's, it it, it, it doesn't... touches
1: on a lot of themes, and it, it, I, I wondered if you picked this album because of me, because it has uh, a lot of songs about writing or even about like putting together a spreadsheet i think like it is it is very it dips <laughs> into the cursive well a little bit about talking about yeah like, it's 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 not a meta concept album but it does have a lot of songs that are about songs or about the songwriting process or even just about scribbling things in a notebook and uh, about right. halfway through i was like did terrence terrence knew
0: Terrence, Terrence, Terrence <laughs> I, knows I literally Rocky. Like, <laughs> well, I literally chose this album because I really like the opening track to that. Uh, I really like this whole album, but like the opening track, "The King Is Dead." Like that oh. opening guitar, like it's just so like the open guitar solo is so cool, and then it just like explodes into the rest of the song. Let, and I just really like it. And I was just is, like, I think you should. <laughs> the song
1: ends with the lines, "Tell me again what a monster is." Tell me again what a monster is because my city dies tonight. And when that hit and then the song just ended, I was like, shit me. Oh, God. That was (laughs) traded my life for art and the guilt is weighing down my arms. Like, do you see where the cursive element is here? (laughs) Yeah. He's he's talking about being the king of a kingdom, but also it's about how hard it is to be creative.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh there was a. there's another song I can't, uh what song is it? is it I think it might be Me versus Morrissey. Yeah, me versus Morrissey in a pretentiousness contest. Uh uh Colon uh, the or not colon, but uh, brackets the latter match. Uh it should have been Colon
1: the Ladder match. Uh it, and
0: colon, a, match. <laughs> uh, it is. Um Well, not colon, but the bracket. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, If if it was an academic (laughs)
1: paper, it would be the semicolon, and that's what the pretentious choice would have been here.
0: Uh, There's just a line, uh, trust the sweat, not the face it's on, which... uh, I don't know, kind of says something about how people uh, judge other people when they're just like, oh, we can tell that you're lying because you're sweating. And it's just like, oh, I'm just sweating because I'm nervous. It's like it, it feels like a small commentary of how we like judge people by their body language when body language is so different from person to person. Um, it, which and, I, and it's
1: echoed in the line when I get to your house, swear to God, I won't trust the model or the make. I will trust you. Yeah. Yeah. So much of that in this song. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I, like like you said, it's it's very cursive, but it also the lyrics feel different from like this album feels different from hardcore punk, and that the lyrics are smarter than a lot of punk. Look, there's like, nothing on this
1: album that's like you got to bring down the government or uh, <laughs> or f- fuck that girl because she won't call me back. Like nothing on either end of that regular spectrum. Um, right in in fact it's it feels like an apolitical album but it is about the politics of of humanity and of, of interpersonal right. relationships and the politics of of creation uh, and and all that is fucking so much more interesting to me than talking about people
0: <laughs> right yeah it feels it feels way more personal um than a lot of punk albums which are just like mom and dad didn't fuck. They took me to church one time and I didn't like it. And here's my fucking 45 minute album about it. Jesus died on the cross, but you know who else did me too. When I was, when, when I had to go to Sunday school that one time, that's, what that's made why it. I'm an internet. I'm an internet atheist.
1: <laughs> that's what makes me an internet. That's the real double cross uh, that we were hung up on.
0: You know, you know who makes some good points? Jordan Peterson. Wow, wow, that wound up that wound up in the Peterson <laughs> camp so fast. <laughs> that's it. that's like internet atheism now instead of Richard Dawkins like he just he just grabbed that whole camp. He was like you're mine now. And everyone's like he makes good points sometimes. I'm just like no it fucking doesn't shut up.
1: Uh, my dad loves to send me books that he sees that are on top of like the book charts on Amazon. So at Christmas I was gifted a copy of Jordan Peterson's book And I just have it in the house and I'm I'm just trying to find the right way to destroy it. Like, I can't tell if I should burn it or like because I was like, oh, fire, fire is pretty fun. I have a box of books to give away. But I was like, I don't want to pass that on to anyone like that is just (gasps) Cursed information. And sometimes I start to pick it up and flip through it. I'm like, what are you doing? what are you doing it's it's like it's like uh going into private mode and and going to check out the tweets of somebody that's blocked you just it's just like what am i doing i'm just hurting myself i right what what possible good could come from what
0: i'm about to do
1: oh look at that
0: <laughs> it's like when you find uh it's like it's like in one of these like the like a 80s or 70s like a b movie where they find some uh some cursed object and they're just like i know i'm not supposed to touch this and then it just keeps like there's just shots of like the book or whatever just like panning shots to close in <laughs> on it and then close in on your eyes
1: <laughs> yeah there's like a weird hum in the soundtrack or like voices yeah and you're like yeah, that book's not singing. What's happening
0: here? <laughs> so this is just like, there's really, it's not like good synth. It's just like this really bad synth from like, that's like, they didn't record directly into the, uh, into the board. It's just like recorded, like the microphone hanging over the scent. So it sounds really bad.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> that was yeah, such you a gotta, specific you should, reference. Like, you gotta like
0: stab that book and burn it.
1: That was such a specific recording reference. I think I think we have to end there. That was that was as good as this would be. I I, I enjoyed this album. I really recommend it. Yes. this was listen to this
0: album. It's fun. Uh,
1: if you're if you're into melodic hardcore, which I would barely describe this as hardcore. I mean, it's it has an edge to it, but like, right. it is it is not an abrasive album to is, listen to by any means, and it is certainly strong and 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 fascinating musically. Like, I think it's well worth your time.
0: Yeah. Uh... Just so you know, I'm on the uh, genius page for this album cuz I was looking at the lyrics just to find. Yeah. Uh, but there's a <laughs> there's a recommended video for me and it is Sting and Shaggy breakdown Morning is Coming. 1. Didn't know either one of them was still making music. 2. Didn't know they made a song together. 3. Why would I ever want to see that video?
1: I am I am so glad that you get to live in a world where you didn't know that that was a thing. <laughs> Some, sometimes uh, it's I'm like, really <laughs> jealous of the of the reality that you have curated that only lets good things in.
0: Uh, sometimes I see terrible things like uh like when uh Uncle Cracker, Better Than Ezra and Sugar 8 made a super group. Nope,
1: nope, 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 nope,
0: nope. nope. <laughs> and it uh I, I inflected that on our on our mutual friend uh, Kyle uh, and uh, they have a song called uh uh B-Y-O-B. No, what is it? What it's no BYHB. And can you guess what BYHB stands for? What does it stand for? Stands for bring your hot body. Okay.
1: Well you can <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Brock Wilbur, but boy would why would anyone want to be alive? Uh <laughs> Terrence, where can people find you and the things that you, can, you do?
0: You can find me uh at the Black Nerd. And you could find Uncle Ezra Ray, which is the name of the God, man. You, don't do this. You could find them at the bottom of the ocean because <laughs> I have trapped them there. Because that's where they deserve to be.
1: Yeah. Bring your own oxygen tank, am I right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Brock has another podcast that he does with his wife called uh, Missouri Loves Company, and he has another podcast he does with his friend Jordan called Carrying Into the Void, and then I have a podcast that I do with my friend Jeb called whatever we call it, and then you can catch me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash theblacknerd.
1: Oh, when does your new Um, one come out? I'm so excited for it. I was thinking about the other night as I was going to sleep. I was just like on the verge of sleep, and I was like... (laughs) Yeah, Terence is doing like a need PR, to. PR video game thing. I really want to listen yeah. to that right now.
0: <laughs> I, I I I have I recorded the first episode. I've yet to edit it just because I'm just like I need to, to do all this stuff and I'm just being lazy. Um, but hopefully soon. I want to do I want to premiere it in August and like record some more episodes cool. and all that stuff, but memory card will will be up so- Hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, you got anything else? That'll do me. All right. As always, we are the coolest kids, and we take what we can get. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.